Together Daily Podcast, a ministry of the Kerwin Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina. Our prayer is that through these daily devotions, we can believe together, even when we can't be together. Please join us for a brief devotion Monday through Friday as we strive to continue daily with one accord, as the first church did in Acts chapter 2. Now, here is our pastor, Daniel Hawtrey, with our devotion today. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Believing Together, the podcast ministry of Kerwin Baptist Church. My name is John Huffman. Again, I'm one of the staff guys here, have the privilege to serve in this ministry. So glad to have you with us this morning. Thank you again for your faithfulness. If you're a regular listener, we appreciate so much your time. If you're new to this ministry, so glad to have you on board. Look forward to seeing you in our services soon. Wanted to spend just a few moments today sharing a thought from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And really, I'm only going to read two verses, but from verse 9 to verse 21 would be a great study to just dive into. But I just want to share from these first two verses a quick thought on what our purpose is today. And I think for many Christians, we've forgotten what our purpose is. Years ago, it was reported that the London Transit Authority was receiving complaints because their buses were driving past customers who were standing at the bus stops. The Transit Authority put out an explanation in a paper that has become uh, infamous with public relations departments. And it said this, it is impossible for us to maintain our schedule if we are always having to stop and pick up passengers. Now, for a bus company, this is a problem, and it stems from the fact that they forgot what their purpose is. Their purpose was to pick up passengers, to move them, but to maintain the schedule, they had quit doing that. They clearly lost their purpose. They forgot what their job and purpose was. And it's easy for us to do the same thing. If I asked you today, what is your purpose? What is it that God wants us to do should be a driving force in our life, but yet so many have gotten away from what God cares about and what God wants, and they've taken life on just to get whatever they can get and do for themselves. Let me just read two verses here. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I'm starting in verse number 10. It says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. Well, what does this mean? What is it talking about? Well, verse number 10 tells us that we're all going to stand before God, we're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ, and that should motivate us. Verse 11, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, because we know that God should be feared, that we will stand before God, it should motivate us, it should drive us to want to persuade men, to give men the truth that they may believe also, to know that there's more to this life than just existence on this planet, that we will spend eternity somewhere. We need to, as Christians, embrace this and let it motivate us daily that everyone in our life needs to hear about Jesus Christ. Well, do they see that in my life? If they don't hear those words from me, do they see it? Do they know by the way I live that I'm living for God? 
one of the saddest things for a Christian to claim at the end of time would be that we lived our life and never shared Christ with anyone, that we never tried to persuade others who we knew didn't know him, that we knew didn't have a relationship with God. We never tried to persuade them that they could have that relationship also. We never shared the gospel. Listen, we're commanded. God says, this is your job. This is what I want you to, to do is to evangelize the world. Well, where do we get that from? Well, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the world. God's saying, hey, your job is to go and teach, baptize believers, but we need to go. We need to do that. That should motivate us. That should motivate us to persuade men. R.G. Lee once said, lack of true motive makes life dreary and unworthy. See, in the life of Paul, it was anything but dreary and unworthy because Paul had a mission. Paul had purpose. Paul was highly motivated. He wanted to persuade. He wanted men to know the relationship that God wanted to have with them and how important it was while they still had this life. That should drive us. We should want the same thing. It reminds me of a story of an evangelist back in 1877 who was leading a revival meeting in a New England church. And in one of his messages, he titled it, Stars for Your Crown. In that message, he gave an illustration of a man who, one month after he was saved, was fatally injured in an accident. The man lingered for some time before he died, and, and as he lay on that bed, a Christian friend sat beside him and asked if he was afraid to die. The man's response was, no, but I have not been able to lead one person to Christ in the time that I have known him. I am not afraid to die, but oh, if I go, must I go empty-handed? Well, a pastor of a church in which the revival was held was so gripped by that story, he jotted down the words that hymn says, Must I go and empty-handed? Thus my dear Redeemer meet, not one day of service give him, lay no trophy at his feet. Must I go and empty-handed? Must I meet my Savior so? Not one soul with which to greet him, must I empty-handed go? Listen, for you and me, it's going to be a wonderful thing if you know Jesus Christ is your Savior and get to spend eternity with Him. But wouldn't it be better, far better, if while we have this time that He's given us, we are trying to persuade men to teach them what the gospel says, to show them a need of a Savior that they could have that same thing. Listen, God gave us purpose. If you're alive today, you have purpose. And one of those purposes is to evangelize the world, to tell others about him, to live for him, that they could see. Listen, I don't want to stand before God empty-handed. I don't want to waste the time that he's given us. But I believe that for many Christians, we have lost sight of this motivation that should be driving us, that we would try to persuade men with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The story was told that the Mercedes-Benz company once had a commercial that showed a Mercedes-Benz automobile colliding with a cement wall. The commercial was demonstrating the energy-absorbing car body that all Mercedes-Benz automobiles have. In the commercial, a company spokesman was asked why the company didn't patent the car body design 
to prevent it from being copied by other automobile companies, the company spokesman simply said, because some things in life are too important not to share. See, that company recognized that this was bigger than just them, that this was needed for all companies. We as Christians should have that same mindset, shouldn't we? What we have is too important not to share. The love of God is given to us so that we could give it to others. Are we motivated by that today? Are we motivated by the fact that one day we're all going to stand before God? And if so, are we trying to persuade men that they would know also? I hope that will be a blessing to you in whatever's going on in your life. I pray that we'll be witnesses for him, a light shining wherever we may be. Thanks again for joining us. Look forward to seeing you back real soon. Have a great week. We are thankful that you joined us for this podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the Believing Together Daily Podcast. And please feel free to contact us through our church website, kerwinbaptistchurch.com, if we could be of further assistance. May God richly bless you today.